What a segue. Let's get into football talk. The fun, the fun the stuff. The fun stuff. Oh my God, we're going off the rails. Welcome inside the Trudges Podcast, episode 26, fellas. It's uh, one of the greatest witching hours in the history of the NFL, how it took place this afternoon. By the way, congrats, NFL Red Zone, 200 episodes. Today's the 200th episode of Red Zone, and uh, Scott Hansen was having a field day this afternoon. We'll get into him in a little bit, but uh, Mike, you just poured something up there. You're going to have a good low-energy Sunday, or is it going to be a high-energy Sunday? I'm not, uh, Try it up, I'm, baby. Not totally, I'm not totally sure, but uh, Maddie V, you found your glasses. I did. It's a good it took thing. me like well, 20 minutes. Uh, it's pretty it's, sad. Uh, like very sad. Well, I've got to be honest. I think that's definitely part of the low energy Sunday, right? It's just not having the energy to get up and find simple things like that, right? But uh, if we're going to talk about low energy, um, we got to get into the today's witching hour. So if you're not sure what the witching hour is, pretty much whenever you're watching the NFL Red Zone, if you're watching the direct TV version in the US, you're watching the NFL Network version up in Canada on the zone or wherever you find it. At the end of the third quarter, they play this thing. It's called the witching hour, where wins become losses and losses become wins, right? And uh, today's witching hour was incredible. We had the New York Jets and the Jacksonville Jaguars literally fighting tooth and nail for the first overall pick. We had the Atlanta Falcons almost fighting away. We had the Houston Texans fumbling the ball in the red zone on about the five-yard line with a chance to win that game against the Colts. We had the Detroit Lions coming back from down 10 points in the fourth quarter with a strip sack and then a game winner for Matthew Stafford. Like it was incredible. And of course, we had the Cleveland Browns. They weren't really part of the witching hour. They dominated the Titans early on. Titans kind of got, kind of crawled back towards the end. But there was, this was a, for, for a slate of games that I wasn't really looking forward to, the one o'clock games were awesome today. What do you guys think? Did you guys enjoy this afternoon or what? It was weird because, like, for, for a lot of the games, it felt, weird like i don't like that's the only way to describe it really but like the first the first three quarters of most of these games kind of just felt oh like you know they're gonna come back like like no one yeah no one expects the jets to win no one expects the jaguars to to, to try to win games right now and and so you kind of expect okay you, you, the other team is going to come back at some point, and like the game started getting down to the wire, and it's like, what's happening here? Like it's wild. It, like, it was so weird. Let's, uh, Mike. Did you enjoy this afternoon slate? It was. Uh, I, I really, was en- I really enjoyed one of the games. That's why I had a a nice shot of uh, Pink Whitney vodka, not a sponsor. Uh, New Amsterdam. Yep. New Amsterdam, whatever it's called. It's good. Whatever it is. Not bad. It's, yeah, it's not bad. Uh, somehow my Patriots look they weren't going up against the Chiefs man I get it but somehow they pulled off a win against the decent Chargers I'm not going to say they're Nick, bad this is from Nick Andrews not with us uh, this week uh, Nick I'd like you to tweet under the show when you're listening to this in a couple of days uh, whose fault was it today because every week it's been somebody's fault whose fault was it today was it coaching's fault was it your quarterback that's God was it his fault was it the wideouts' fault? Was it the defense's fault? Was it the special teams' fault getting that field goal blocked at the end of the first half? Whose fault was it? Nick, if you're listening to this, tweet into the show at trenches underscore pod. <laughs> Whose fault was uh, Sunday's Chargers loss? We'll talk about that next week. <laughs> it's just that was crazy, man. You know, yeah, I did not expect that. I, I I looked over at my dad after they scored their second touchdown. I'm like, I didn't even think Bloom was going to even be up 14 to nothing. Man, we at know all during like, this game. I saw a good tweet today saying the Chargers job, like their coaching job is going to be like a really like exciting job to take, but it's also going to be like, <laughs> you're moving into somebody's house. Like somebody yeah. just got like brutally murdered in and you're like trying to live that is, past. That's a great uh, way to put it. Cause honestly, that, that's exactly what it is. But look at what Stefanski's done in Cleveland. No, it's f- like, like, yeah, it's, it's crazy. There have to be teams that are looking at them, looking at what Stefanski's done with the Browns. You know, looking at what the Giants are doing. Joe Judge, man, four straight wins. Yeah. You know, the Giants, both the OC and DC are, you know, they're killing it there. And I feel like there's got to be... Freddie Kitchens, a tight ends coach. There's got to be teams that are looking at, you know, these, you know, pretty, I guess by record, underwhelming teams and seeing they've got pieces and, and trying to figure out there are teams that are better than these guys, like just based off record, but... You know, I feel like the Giants and, 
you know, and the Chargers are, are, are so much closer to contention than some of the other teams. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just like one or two things need to shake out. And it's, yeah. I don't know. I, well, like you said, the Chargers, the Chargers coaching position is going to be a, whoever gets it, they might have a, a fun, a fun gig. I well, saw Josh McDaniels get floated around. I don't know. I have, I have a feeling if he's going to go anywhere, it's going to be Tampa Bay. And Arians, obviously, you know, they pick Brady over Arians. Mike, go ahead. We'll get that. No, later. no. Uh, just quickly on the Josh McDaniels thing. I'm not like I don't want to get into it. Josh McDaniels is going to be the next coach of the New England Patriots. He's going to stay there until Belichick retires or steps down, and he'll. Just what if Brady it. wants? What What if Tom Brady has all authority from ownership? To kick Bruce Arians out and bring him down to Tampa with Gronk. I mean, if that if that happens, then that happens. Like I found that sounds like a good I honestly idea. don't think that would happen. Uh, going back to the Chargers, because look, it looks like this is going to be Anthony Lynn's last year. The name uh, when Vernon was talking about uh, some of these uh, jobs that some of these head coaches have done for their new teams. Uh, what about Eric Bieniemy? No, he he he's getting a job. This, this he's office. definitely getting a head coach. And he played for the Chargers, no? I I, I didn't did. even know he played. I'm gonna be honest. I, I believe he's a running back. I believe he plays. Come on, Mike. This is a football yeah. show. I believe he played for the uh, the Chargers back in the day in their San Diego days. So, but uh, and yeah, like, I know for sure. Herbert's got a little bit of that Patty Mahomes quality to him. You know, a guy that just lets it rip. So maybe uh, the enemy. You can can't just work. say that. There's Patrick plenty Mahomes of quarterbacks. Is a once in a generation quarterback. Okay, it's not it's not yeah. that. There's plenty of quarterbacks that have the the ability or or the willingness to just let let it back and rip. The, well, issue, one of them. the issue from day one with Herbert has been you know consistency and accuracy issues and overthrowing targets, and underthrowing targets, leaning his targets into blindside hits. Well, I yeah. saw him last week. Like he was not very accurate against the Bills last week. No, and I, I, I getting shut out in the NFL, man. I don't know. Like it's it's really tough to get shut out. Yeah. I know they went for that field goal, got blocked, and got returned by McCourty. It's tough to get shut out, and they got shut out today by the, a Patriots the, team that's right on the bubble, the playoffs, which right is the bubble, funny the, to say. The last thing I want to say is, me and uh, Matt were were laughing about this before uh, you got on the call, Wilson. Yeah, I made the joke saying that Jared Stidham finished the game with more passing yards than Cam <laughs> Newton. I was eight yards off. Jared Stidham completed two passes, had 61 yards. Cam Newton completed 12 passes for 69 yards. Both yeah, through a touchdown. You got to do what you got to do. They, the run game was was cooking today, right? Yeah, it was. They it won the shell back in lineup. Cam, two running touchdowns. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take Harris, it. Damian Harris. I, people, people. I had him in our. Damian uh, Harris yeah. has looked great these past, you know, six, seven weeks that they played. So I drafted him in the rookie draft of our first year for the Dynasty League, and I must have released him last year because I don't have him anymore. Oh, but he, 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 sat, he, sat, he sat on my bench like all of last year because he didn't really play. No, well, he didn't play at all, really. Yeah, yeah. like it would have been. I don't. I obviously I've released him at one point in time, but uh, no, he's nice uh, he's that type of we have. He's the type of running back. Uh, it's just uh, between the tackles, you know. Oh, and for sure. That's what we need. need. We needed a guy like that ever since we. Uh, Ever since uh, Blunt left, which well, speaking of Legarrette Blunt, yeah, do you want to retire? Announces retirement. Announces retirement. One of the more underrated uh, players. No, no doubt. You know, he's not going to even come close to Hall of Fame. He's not even going to get a jersey retired by any team. But he's still going to be one of the more underrated running backs of this generation. Three-time Super Bowl champion, and a lot of people know him, frankly, for. Knocking a guy out, like punching a guy in the face when he played for Oregon. He got suspended the rest oh, of the yeah. senior year. That's what <laughs> a lot of people know him for. But, uh, yeah. you know, three-time Super Bowl champ, of course, with the Buccaneers. played with New England, the Eagles, Detroit Lions. And, uh, yes, in, I, in I, I'm able to hear you out. Yeah. Like Garrett Blunt had 18 rushing touchdowns. He led the league that year. Yeah, yeah man. I remember that. Absolutely insane. Like you said, that was he's the, not gonna, uh, he's not that was the, the Super Bowl win over Atlanta, correct? 2016, I believe. Uh yeah, because yeah. 17 was the Eagles' loss. He was with the Eagles. 2016 was Atlanta, I believe. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. like you said, there he's not going to sniff the Hall of Fame. He's not. Maybe who knows? The Patriots. I, I doubt it. But he. No, it's funny though because uh, he went like, on the Pat Mac. Yeah, yeah. He's one of those guys where it's just, just like got the job done, and everyone knows him. Mm-hmm. Like he he's he's not a superstar. Like he had his off field issues. Is that why? Is I, that why the people no, know him? Because he did a bunch of crazy stuff. T- I, I mean, don't think so. Like, T.O. got in. I a bunch I, of guys that have off-field problems got in. You know, I think part of it has to do with the name. 
as like yeah. <laughs> as, well, yeah. but, like, but like the guy scored 18 touchdowns in the fourth drama <laughs> yeah i know no i mean oh for sure i would love to see him get in the hall of fame i'd love to see that but we gotta wait five years to see if he'll even be uh, a semi-finalist stiff so. in the ballot yeah, no, he was on the Pat McAfee show the other day. And Pat asked him, are you officially retired? And he's like, no, I guess not. I guess I got to put something out on Instagram because I am. And a day later, he posted <laughs> something on Instagram. So that's funny. He seems like a really laid back guy. And uh, shout out yeah. to him. That's an awesome career. And um, he's got a lot yeah, of last year, 2018-19 with the Detroit Lions. For him. He got more yeah. Super Bowls than a lot of the legends in this game do, you know? So no doubt. That, that needs to that, – that should count for something. Before right. we Garrett get back into the witching hour, for 15th, uh, sorry, fifteenth uh, right. in terms of you know single season rushing touchdown leaders. Oh wow, he's in, he's in good company. Eric yeah, Anderson, Marshall Falk, Adrian Peterson, all the legends. Yeah, I mean, we'll, we got to wait five years, but who knows? <laughs> five years from now, we'll twenty twenty five. We'll relook on this conversation. Before we get back into the witching hour, let's talk about uh, the team that he won his third Super Bowl with the Eagles. Uh, they're up Shit's Creek, and I don't believe Doug Peterson has a paddle anymore. I that's a crazy situation there, man. You know, Jalen Hurts came in, and the team looked rejuvenated, and then the Eagles happened. But and, and he, very he ended up team. finishing. He ended up finishing with like I saw. I saw tweets talking about he how threw, he threw a pick there at the end. That was just a nice yeah. defensive play by Savage. He, he got he got hit. When he let go of that ball, man. Like yeah. that, you know, like, it was a, just a great defensive play. He too, looked right? good. But if Carson Wentz finished 5 for 12, 109 yards, one touchdown, one interception, he'd get we'd ripped be, apart. We'd be calling for his head. Eagles yeah. fans would be calling for and his head. I am a big Jalen Hurts fan, and I think he is an electric player. But the fact that Doug Peterson, like, you know, last week he came in because Carson Wentz, again, didn't play well. That's a slow starter. I mean, yeah, like I, I don't get it. Like he, he looked good last week. He looked pretty mm-hmm. good. I'm assuming, I'm hoping the Eagles have have given them like first team looks in practice. Why go back to Carson Wentz and and have to force Jalen Hurts come in? Um, yeah, well, uh, Dougie Peterson just had a quote actually after today's game saying, "Lost to consider before naming Wentz to Hurts starter versus New Orleans next week." So. Uh, I bet your Hurts starts. Uh, do you want to? Do you really want to put Hurts again in against that defense, though? Dude, it'd be gadget quarterback versus gadget quarterback. Why the hell not? Yeah, but <laughs> it's Taysom Hill versus that Eagles defense. Yeah, versus. I, yeah, but is Carson Wentz going to fare? Is Carson Wentz going to fare any better though? No, but if you honestly think that Jalen Hurts is your future at that position, I'd put, I'd start. They're trying to win a division still, though, man. <laughs> so honest sad. to god Somehow. they are they're, they're, they're trying. i think you got to play whoever you think is going to be make your team the best it could possibly be right if they think that's jalen hurts then if, if they think that's jalen hurts then they're gonna start jalen hurts and like look the 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 uh pre the post-game press conference the head coach is never going to say jalen's starting or carson starting no. it's always going to come out like you know wednesday thursday wednesday practice normally wednesday so, practice yeah. when the announcement's going to come so it's like I love it when Doug Peterson gets on, gets in his post game interview, and he doesn't name a starter, and people go ape shit. It's like no, he's Damn. not going to name a starter. He's just he, he's got to now analyze the game film, look at, at look and dissect at every play that the two quarterbacks had, and then make a decision from there. Is Doug Peterson going to have the shortest honeymoon phase in the history of the NFL for a head coach? Because everybody said he's on the hot seat. How they won the Super Bowl <laughs> three years ago with a team that was set for the future. Jesus. Right? And then I, I don't think he – if they keep losing, I don't know how they can keep him at this point, especially with the pressure coming down from ownership. And Yeah. Um, I read something that I've honestly never thought of when it comes to Carson Wentz, and I 100% believe it. Carson Wentz is psyched out, man. Okay? He gets hurt. His backup – goes on this incredible run and wins the Super Bowl. They put up a statue of his backup in front of the Lincoln, uh, Lincoln Financial Field, and he has to walk into the field, walk to the stadium every day and see and see that. And knowing that's the guy that left town because of you and you're still not performing. Exactly. He's getting <laughs> and then they draft down. a young quarterback and you're like fourth or fifth year in the league. Like, they just signed him to that. I just think their hands are tied because the contract he got signed to, right? Like... 
I mean, it's not like an insane, insane, insane contract. Is it? It's just, do teams, do teams have, do teams have the money to take on like a $22.5 million quarterback whenever he's getting paid, right? Not without getting something. No, which is sure. crazy to think about when you look at where Carson Wentz was just a couple seasons quick. ago. No, that 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 year they went to the Super Bowl, he was if he didn't get hurt, he probably was going to win MVP. MVP. Yeah. They would have won the Super Bowl anyways, I believe. They would have kept going if Carson was their quarterback. I don't know about that New England game per se, mm-hmm. but they would have gotten there. That's what I'll say. They would have got. They would have gotten. Yeah, there. I'll, I'll, I could agree with you on that. That they would have gotten there. I can never, you can't really say that. Because who they beat? They beat the Seahawks, I believe, and they beat the Vikings. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know. So it's just, but yeah, I, Wentz is psyched out, man. Like he's got a statue of his former backup, and now they're, 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 the fans are asking for his new backup to be starting. So it's, yeah, I was way off. This, I said, I said 22, he's making 32 a year. So, oh, okay. That's a lot yeah, more. I, I said that's a lot more than I thought. He's making 32 a year. Yeah, he signed that in uh, June 2019. Four-year deal, $128 million, $32 million per season. Well, Indianapolis might be needing a new quarterback. Yeah, no, that's uh, – I don't think I don't think Phillip's going to be there for a long time. Phillip's going to coach his high school team in Alabama here in the near future, right? <laughs> so, yeah, no, that's uh, – I don't know, man. Eagles fans and their ownership, and they're not, they're not happy with what's been going on down there. And uh, we'll be interested to see what happens down the stretch in the NFCs per se and the uh, with the Eagles. Let's jump back into the witching hour, though, as we said earlier. Talking about that Jets-Raiders game. This was um, – the Raiders aren't very good. Like they got steamrolled by Atlanta last week and they lost today. I'm going to give them a lot. Like, Cause like the jets off, like uh, the jets didn't want to win today. That's pretty damn obvious. Yeah. Like it, the, the- how do you play a cover zero in a Hail Mary <laughs> situation when the team is down by four points, a field goal doesn't do them shit. This is the same Raiders team that beat the Chiefs, that handed the Chiefs its only loss. They've got blown out by a, that this Atlanta team that doesn't really have an identity yet, and then they almost lost to the goddamn Jets. I'm, I'm, I'm giving them a loss today because that's that's a horseshit effort. Jets don't want to win. The Jets literally – that was it was a genius way to find a way to lose a game <laughs> because, like – their defense got the stop. You can t- like, it's just, I don't understand the defensive play calling, especially with a guy like Henry Ruggs. They put the corner named Lamar Jackson, not the quarterback in Baltimore, a corner ran like a four five, six or something. Like he's not very fast for a corner and put him one-on-one with Henry Ruggs on the outside. It wasn't even close. He was 10 steps by him. And on Man. the play before that Aguilar was wide open in the end zone too. And Curtis overthrew him. You know who their coach is, right? Yeah. I know who their coach is. And I hope to God, like, I just don't – like, Greg Williams is, like, an intense guy. He's known for getting tossed from the league for a year because of the whole bounty the thing in the world. bounty game, yeah. Like, is he being told to call these plays to lose? Because I have a feel – like, Greg Williams shouldn't be operating like that if, like, he's the coach we all have seen that he's been over the last couple of years. Like, I just don't get it. It was that bad. I hate that I have to, you know, defend both teams here. <laughs> You know who they've been missing this week and, you know, most of last week? That superstar running back, Josh Jacobs. They're 3-2 and two in the last five games. They're, I guess, the, the first team out of a playoff spot. They, like you said, they, they beat Kansas City. They almost beat Kansas City twice. They look like they're playing up to their opponents and down to their opponents. And... Mm-hmm. Jesus, you have to you have to stew real low to match no, the Jets, but but stew, credit the, the Jets, Jets. should have won today. They yeah, should have won today. But the whole point of this season is not to win. It's to lose. Yeah, exactly. And so we saw a masterclass in you know just being as bad as possible. I really, I was ready to come on tonight and rip the Jets for being bad at losing. Like, how can you be bad at losing? No, that was a tremendous loss. And they turned They've it done around it twice this year. That was fantastic. That they was did it against the Patriots. Loss. However long we went against the Patriots, however long they let get let uh, Newton get right into field goal range. Nick Folk, boom, win that game. And they did it again today. Two. They're thirty second <laughs> in total yards on offense. They're twenty seventh in total yards on defense. That is beautiful, and I would hate to be a Jets fan, but my God, I got to give them credit. Turns out they're great at losing. 
that was Trevor Lawrence watching today's games, which what Jacksonville was trying to pull off and what the Jets were trying to do. That was like that was the most drama the league has had in months. Because mm-hmm. let's move on to Jacksonville. We'll leave the Jets in the past. The Jets should have won today. We all know that. The Jaguars wanted to win today. It felt like they went, they tied that game up. They went for two. Mike Lennon took a safety in that game. And somehow, some way, the Vikings are in a playoff spot as of right now. Wasn't it last week, too, where the Jags almost won? Yeah, like they almost beat Cleveland. They almost beat Cleveland. They lost by two. They didn't get the two point comfort last week, and they did this week. It's is, is, is Mike Glennon the savior of this team? Uh, no. I hate that you said that. <laughs> savior. That's what What's it's he trying to save. I don't know, honestly. Uh, dignity, I guess. I don't know. Dignity. He's trying to save his dignity, the team's dignity. Well, they're going to get probably Justin Fields in the draft. Yeah. You know what? I'm on this right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this. I think they are going to go with Fields over Lawrence if they have a choice. No, if you have the number one pick, you're taking Lawrence, Mike. Get your head out of your ass. They're taking Lawrence I, I, number one. If they, have, we, if they have the number one pick, they're the taking year, Trevor Lawrence. The, 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 Trevor Lawrence could have been the NFL the, two years The Deshaun ago. Watson quarterback tree, uh, quarterback draft. I think we all thought that Deshaun Watson was going to be the first quarterback pick in that draft, right? But Trevor Lawrence is Trevor Are Lawrence. Are you comparing Let's not compare Justin other classes. Let's not compare other classes here. <laughs> Trevor that's Lawrence, all, that's if the I'm Jaguars saying. get the first pick, that's all I'm saying is that Trevor Lawrence will be the first quarterback that's pick. That's it. Some teams, so this guy's like the Connor McDavid of the NFL. Like, he's a once-in-a-lifetime steal of the draft. You're going to take him and you're going to win Super Bowls. Right? Just like what Mahomes turned into. But Mahomes, of course, 10th pick. Lawrence going number one. But I, I don't think there's a, even an option of taking anybody else. Yeah. it, And that's no, that's no dig against Fields. Fields is... No, he's going to be very good. And Zach Wilson at BYU, even though they got beaten by Coastal Carolina yesterday, undefeated Coastal Carolina and their fucking green field. If you want to compare, what am I saying? They're green, like their dark blue green field. I don't know if you guys saw that. Yeah. If you want to compare Lawrence to Deshaun Watson, (laughs) I I don't know. It's tough. They're both great quarterbacks, but like you said, Lawrence is a once in a generation. We say we we kind of use that loosely now, but he, he's he's an insanely talented football player. And again, that's no shot on Fields. It's just like I I don't think there's any shot in hell that a, a team would pass on Trevor Lawrence. No, either. no, I would I wouldn't pass on Trevor Lawrence either. It's just sometimes some a team falls in love with a guy and they're gonna go with him regardless. Well, I can sure as shit if they they could have fallen in love with their guy, but you're taking Trevor Lawrence. Like, I feel like they tried to fall. They, they tried to force themselves to fall in love with the Gardner Minshew, and it just didn't work. It just yeah no yeah like they signed eighty eight million dollars to Nick Foles, like yeah that speaking of a disaster that has to go that's probably going to go down as one of the worst signings in this era. No, he got blown up. He he got hurt. He broke his collarbone throwing a touchdown pass the first week last year, and then he never really played again. Yep. Right. Yeah. No, the Vikings. Uh, they've been on a little bit of a streak recently. They they took forever to win today, but they ended up getting that win and. Uh, Justin Jefferson is fucking amazing. I know we're talking. I know we no, love talking about. Uh, we love talking about Chase yeah, no, Claypool. Sure. We love talking about mainly because he's Canadian, but also that he's just fucking killing. Also it. the man, yeah. Um, you know, CD Lamb's kind of getting it going. Rugs. CD Lamb hasn't had a quarterback really all year, so yeah, you know, he looked fantastic with the Dak. <laughs> yeah, he did. Yeah. But Justin Jefferson is, you know, first rookie receiver in Minnesota Vikings history since uh, Randy Moss did a thousand yards. He's, awesome. he's already an elite company. He's already in uh, well, the same category as a hundred yards today. Did he hit twelve? I know. I know he hit a thousand. Yeah, I think he hit something know. crazy like twelve hundred yards today. And All right. Like for a rookie, that's like, well, no, it's, it's, anybody, it's insane numbers. Insane. But yeah, and uh, of course. Both teams win the Stefan Diggs trade, man. They, I was watching, speaking of Pat Max, he had a great slate of guests this week. He had Josh Allen on one day and he had Kirk Cousins on the other day. And they asked both of them just kind of the effect of, well, what Kirk Cousins, he asked him, what went wrong with Stefan Diggs? And then they asked Josh Allen, of course, the impact that Stefan's had of the offense, even though you have Kobe's and John Brown, et cetera, right? And Kirk Cousins said, yeah, Stefan's a dynamic player. Wish we could have had him, but like Justin Jefferson's a man. Like mm-hmm. he's that good. And he's added so much back to our offense, right? 
that's a win-win that trade at the moment. Right now, yeah. No, Viking fans got to be happy right now. No, no doubt. And uh, looking at Matty V, while you look up to see the number that you think you saw, let's move on to um, a game that I just wanted to skim this game over quickly. Uh, the Bengals and Dolphins, this guy's just getting ejected left and right. The Dolphin or the Bengals officially out of the playoffs today. Um, like, did you guess t- well, Tyler Boyd and their DB got tossed for doing absolutely nothing? They just kind of got each other's right faces. off the bat. How does that warrant an ejection? Like, and then of course, the play it was a pretty greasy play. Jakeem Grant standing there waiting to catch the ball. The guy went low, he cranked him before the ball even got there. Mm-hmm. That's when the brawl kind of opened up, but like. My God, the Bengals, man. I was hyping up this game since the draft. Well, no, this was the big game. I, I was <laughs> like, Joe Burrow versus Tua. Let's 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 fucking go. Let's see how this is gonna go. Tua doesn't start the season, so you know, kind of the kind of fizzled out a little bit. Then Tua starts, and like, it's it's back on. This is gonna be like the game of the week. And then Burrow gets hurt. What two weeks ago? I think it's two weeks ago now. Maybe yeah. three. Yeah, it gets washed. So I didn't even – I honestly forgot this game was this week because I just did not pay attention to it at all. I didn't feel like watching it. I didn't – the only thing I heard about this game was the, the bench-clearing brawl or whatever the hell you want to call it Yeah. Uh, between apparently, – apparently Brian Flores – No, he was got, right there. Got, though. Got, he was, got into it with one of the Bengals. Co- one of their coaches got – one of the Bengals' coaches got ran over. You could kind of see the guy wearing the white shirt got ran over, but – the Bengals want P- Pinay Sewell. Like, he's the lineman out of Oregon, best offensive lineman that apparently mm. we've seen since, like, Quentin Nelson. He's going to be the top lineman in this draft. That's who they want to protect yeah. Joe Burrow, right? Yeah, and yeah, yeah, they need that. You got you to gotta keep losing games. And, uh, I don't know, 19-7. to 7, The Bengals, the Dolphins, man, I should say. Like, they don't win very many pretty games. <laughs> like, <laughs> I yeah, see I a know. lot of Dolphins fans on my timeline popping up, and I don't know what it is. I don't follow them. But – it seems, at least from their perspective, and I'm going to trust them on it, they're not huge fans of the offensive play calling in Miami. And, yeah. like, they're talking about how Tua, he looked great in the second half, but he he should have looked great in the first half. There's just a lot of kind of missed opportunities. And from, from the sounds of it, there's no creativity down there when it comes to play calling. They're, they're, they're doing the same thing as the Adam Gase run up the gut. 20 times a game, except it's throwing fades, and that's pretty much it. And uh, yeah, Gaskin gets the ball every once in a while. Yep. Yeah. So it's, I don't know. Um, Tua, Tua did look significantly better today. He, um, yeah, I'm, not, I'm, a, not a like mind blowing stat line, but he looked good. No, I'm looking at his stats 26 for 39. You know, not horrible, not, not amazing. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, no, it's fine. It's like, a, you know, because that's what he is. He's not, he's not going to chuck the ball downfield like that's who he is 269 296 passing yards sorry one the one touchdown i mean it's like you could tell that he's getting better he had that uh blip in the radar a few weeks ago but like you could tell he's getting better but going back to the play calling thing do you, do you not think it's he's they're calling plays like that because you just want to it to you know, get used to the NFL, get into a rhythm, and so they're not calling these insane plays down the field. I don't know. I think they're they're trying to win a division, man. Like, I don't think you can think that way, especially when they're so close. Like, no, I know. I'm we've just, talked a couple I'm, times about how doesn't it's funny for me even on the Bills side. It doesn't feel like they're any close to the Bills or Miles and better than the Dolphins. I think <laughs> I'll always feel that way. I just the Dolphins don't scare me at the moment, but like they're right there. The Bills lose eight and four. Right? Yeah. The, does it feel like the Dolphins have had a very easy schedule, or am I just out to lunch? I, mean, I don't know who they've played. I haven't kept track. I'm, I'm going like, to take, well, right take a look at their schedule. I'm not taking a shot. I'm not taking a shot at your Bills at all when I say this, but technically, the, the Dolphins do end up playing the same. No, teams. they they play they Almost, play the majority of the same teams. Yep. They play the majority of the same teams that the Bills had. So if you're telling me that the Dolphins have had an easy, no, nah, but like the the Bills probably have, the Bills have had an easy schedule then. That's all I'm saying. I'm not taking no, a shot I'm just saying bills. The, like, the Bills got to play Pittsburgh, and I don't think, I, like, I'll go over the Dolphins' schedule here. Yeah, yeah. They're, you know, you play your division we'll go, twice. We'll go from week one. We got the week one loss to New England. Week two loss to the Bills. A week three win over Jacksonville. Bills don't play Jacksonville, so there's a, there's a win. Okay. They lost to Seattle. Bills play Seattle. They lost to the, or they kicked the shit out of the 49ers. Bills play them. 
And then it was Rams and Jets back-to-back weeks. They won both those games. Mm. Yeah, you know what? Looking at this, it's a lot like like the Bills don't play the Bengals. The Bills don't play, of course, Jacksonville. I don't know. It just feels like that they've been kind of ripping off these very ugly wins recently. Mm-hmm. Like they lost to the Broncos a couple of weeks back before the quarterbacks all decided <laughs> to not wear masks, right? <laughs> like yeah. I don't know. Yeah, no, I, I no, retract what I said. It just it just feels like it's it feels like they've been getting a, a lot of ugly victories, but a win's a win, right? Like you yeah, can't even like, say that. Yeah, I wasn't taking a no. shot at your team. I wasn't doing no, anything no, no. like that. But if you're telling me that the Dolphins have had a pretty easy schedule, that's then the well, Bills. Well, the Bills, the, the, these schedules, like. That, but then I then I'm like I'm a Patriots fan too, so it's like then the then why are the Patriots the way they are now? You know, it's, you got the AFC West and the NFC West this year. If you're in the AFC East, mm-hmm. some tough teams. No, they are. No, for sure. So, yeah. Yeah, no. Uh, Dolphins, though, looking at their next couple of games, they have the Chiefs next week. So, that'll well, be that's, uh, that's that'll a, be They're going to be 8-5 next week, then. Yeah, we'll see. <laughs> All right. Uh, Saints-Falcons. The Falcons had a really good chance to win this game. But uh, Taysom Hill, two, t- two TD passes, first two of his NFL career. Saints found a way. If there's ever if, a team that he is going to throw his first touchdown passes against, it's going to be the Falcons. Their yeah. their defense against the quarterback has been terrible this year, mm-hmm. and this I this is kind of where Taysom Hill shines. Um, for as much of a, I guess a bit of a joke as he is, uh, the guy can run, and when you run, you open up you open up passing lanes, and mm-hmm. uh, he's able to. He's not going to wow you, but he got the job done today, and on well, he probably should have, but he did a good job. <laughs> they ended up getting the win, but. The Falcons, they kept it close. And it was, again, was, it was one of those things. That it was weird to watch. You kind of expected them to kind of pull Taysom out. Hill was fine today. He was 27 to 37, 232 yards, two touchdowns, and then 14 runs and uh, 83 yards on the ground. Like Michael Thomas had nine for 105. Like he was the big target today, as he should be for the, uh, oh, yeah. for the Saints. But uh, yeah, no, the Falcons had a chance there at the end, though, man. Like they had the Hail Mary that like it almost got caught in the end, so that would have been nuts. That was also another part of the witching hour. That's what was so crazy about today's games. You, as I said, there was four, five, six games. Feel like most of the games were being played this afternoon at the one o'clock slot. We're all really close at the end, and this game uh, was included with that. Looking at uh, the Lions and Bears, uh, that's a oh big my. win for Daryl Babel, man, in his first game since mm-hmm. uh, taking over. That's a really big win. The Lions found a way down 10 in the third. Matt Stafford, he was, uh, he was dominant today, 34-30. The uh, Lions get their fifth win of the season. You know, I'm going to retract my statement being the year that I thought the Bears had a chance to win this division. Yeah, no. <laughs> So uh, uh, they, they look you, like you, it. You, you should have retracted that this moment you said it. Like, they, they, they looked good to start off the year, and then just everything fell apart. Oh yeah, were they not five and one? They were five yeah. and one. They, yeah, like, now they so they've lost like strong. they've lost like six straight. No, something, uh, yeah, something along those today lines. against the Detroit Lions, last week against the Green Bay Packers, the Vikings the week before. So it's the trifecta there, and then mm-hmm. Tennessee and the Saints and the Rams before that. Yep. <laughs> you know, yeah, I, to, I, I, the way that they started this year, I'm like, that, that, that's not the Bears. That's not what any of us thought how they were going to start. And the fact that they still ended up being five and one, making a quarterback change and then not going back to that quarterback. Like, I got to be honest, I'm not going to say he's been amazing, but Mitchell Trubisky, Mitchell Trubisky hasn't been bad. I lost them the game today. You've got to be did. honest. He did. I didn't. I didn't watch this game. He lost them there. He lost them that game okay. today. He was terrible in the fourth quarter. Of course, took that fumble at the end that set up the gaming touchdown. He was pretty but, bad today. <laughs> okay. Well then. All right. But I feel yeah, like I'm, his, I'm just saying, like it's his last couple of games. He's like, I'm, I, I saw the highlights. I'm like, he's decent. You know, serviceable. He's serviceable quarterback. He's serviceable. He's not what. He's not the guy you wanted. Mike Glennon's a serviceable quarterback. Speaking of experts, QBs, Mike Glennon, he was serviceable today. It's not a very big. You don't thing want to say about your somebody. second overall pick, to, second overall pick to be serviceable, but I mean, you'll take what you get. And no, for sure. Bears took an L. They did, and the Lions. That's a big win, as I said, for Daryl Bevel, who I don't think is any shot in hell. Well, did you guys see that story coming out of Michigan where? 
pretty much like Michigan state legislature and the government was pretty much their lobby and the alliance to sign uh, Robert Sala. Yeah. Uh, San Francisco. Like he's, a, he's from Dearborn, which is like a suburb of Detroit. Yeah. Hmm. I, that's, again <laughs> we're we're in a very different political climate here but that that just feels insane right like that's that's yeah, that's is. not a that's not a normal thing right <laughs> no it's no it's not it's not how about jim harbaugh like he's going back to the nfl no he's not yes he is he's gonna get fired by michigan he's gonna go to the nfl before he has the chance to get fired no he's probably one of the worst collegiate coaches right now that's I, I don't think he's a pro gamer move I don't think he's a. I don't. I never understood him going back to his alma mater because it never ends well. What are you telling me that San Fran should never have fired him? I just it never ends well when you go back to your school and you're the you're the hero. You're gonna save the, our school. We haven't won in forever. It never ends well. Yeah. No. Okay. That. But are you telling me that San Fran should never have fired him? I think he should have just stayed in the NFL. Well, he's not good enough to be in the NFL. You're oh, telling Mike. me there's Mike, no, Mike, there's Mike, no Mike, for Mike. He will get hired. There's somewhere. no, no. If he leaves Michigan, which I think he will, before he even has a chance to get fired, I'm resigning from this position. He will get hired in the NFL. Not a single doubt in my mind. And that team's not. That team's not going to do. Mike, he that. brought a team to the Super Bowl, and then got worse and worse the next few seasons. If they didn't have the Seahawks in their division at that same time, competing with them. If you should, if you're saying he should have been Rams. a good coach. If you're saying he should have been a good coach, he should have been in the Super Bowl every year. Don McDermott's a good coach, Mike. He's not never came close to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I I oh, yeah. Doug Peterson. Is he is he Super like Bowl. a tremendous coach because he won? I, I think I don't think so. It's tough because I, I think I'm not sure there's a head coaching spot open for him, but I think there's definitely a spot for him somewhere. I the think there'll be somewhere, man. No, there'll be somewhere. Yeah. I don't. I don't think so, and I don't think he'll step down to be like a, uh, an offensive coordinator. Like he, his ego is too big. He wants to be a coach. The, the, the guy's been a terrible recruiter. Like they, Michigan, like you brought him in to be like Jim Harbaugh, the recruiter. Like I coached in the NFL. I'm the legend here at this school. You're gonna come play for me, right? Like they haven't brought really any recruits of substance in over the past four or five years, right? Yeah, is the reason why that team hasn't really like. Oh no, it's been. They're never gonna beat Ohio State. Ohio State owns the Big Ten, and they will. For they the lost next, to the, they always have. the at the time undefeated Penn State and the Lions. I fucking that was the first Michigan game I've watched this season, and they fucking lost to the Michigan Lions. Yeah, Penn State. That was fun. Speaking of man, like Penn State, yeah, a lot of auto connections on that team. James Franklin, they that team should be a lot better than they yeah. played this year. It all stemmed from that week one loss to Indiana when the fucking guy was out of bounds, and they said he touched the pylon before he touched out of bounds, and they in the Indiana won overtime, right? It's college football i'm not taking any like yeah it's awesome notre dame's probably gonna get to the national championship knock on wood um i'm not really taking any stature in a lot of these college football games though because to me it just feels like just because the way covid's like ripped through these teams like there hasn't been very many close games this year no it's been a weird year and i'm happy that the nfl hasn't been like that because it, that would that would have sucked all right like the the, you know, the best college football game there was Notre Dame Clemson and it's not even close. Nothing's even come anywhere near it. And we're getting that in the ACC championship game in two weeks, so mm-hmm. that'll be exciting. Yeah, moving on. Uh, looking throughout today's slate, um, Texans almost found a way. They fumbled with a chance to score that touchdown. To that was a big game, Colts Texans because. Colts get that win. I'm pretty sure they jump back in the Titans. No? Yeah, there's a lot of talk about how Frank Wright kind of got lucky today. Um, well, you know, the Texans should have won. The Texans, like, yeah. if he doesn't fumble that ball, they win, right? So they, yeah, like you said, they, they lost that game rather than the, you know, the yeah. Colts winning it. 26 20, Phillip Rivers, decent stat line. Jonathan Taylor, Elo Cup coming back. But it's like, I've seen a couple of, of Colts games where it's, they had a, they had a game against the Jets where it was just ugly, and it's I feel like they don't really have much of an identity right now, and and that comes from not having you know like a, a long term position, long term long term quarterback in position right now. But they 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 can't figure out what they want to do, and week in and week out they they 
seem to to go to a different quarterback or running back and whether that's based off injuries but like Naheem's had the ball Heinz Heinz is pretty good though yeah no that's what I'm saying like he's Mm -hmm. and and Taylor's you drafted Taylor to be your guy right yeah Wilkins has had looks and like he's looked pretty good but they can't they haven't had a chance to you know actually build consistency and build an identity for that team like you're okay at wide receiver with Pittman there that you drafted uh, Zach Pascal, T.Y. Elton's kind of on the downturn, but he's there as well. You got Doyle at tight. Like I don't know, their offensive line's very good. Ryan Kelly, Quentin Nelson, and Anthony Costanzo, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think you're right though. When you don't have like that long-term answer at quarterback, it's kind of tough to yeah. figure out where you're going. There's right? question marks there. Everyone that's, knows. Yeah, it. that's where they're at. No, for sure. Yeah, that's what it feels like for them. That's uh, so. That's the only. Uh, point I wanted to say is about the Philip Rivers thing. Do you think they're going to try to go back to Brissett then for the future? Or are they going to try to draft the guy uh, or maybe draft somebody trade like... for a guy like Sam Darnold or Carson Wentz and try something like that? The Carson yeah, Wentz it's thing all about might... finding your long-term guy, right? The are Carson... those guys long-term options? I don't the know. The Carson Wentz thing might not might not be a bad idea because who was Carson Wentz's OC in Philly? Frank Reich when he had all Frank success. Reich, baby. And well, he, that, he'd only have two years left on his deal at that point, right? So, yeah. So it wouldn't be in, that would actually that would, that would actually he'd be paying him about sixty million dollars. Yeah. No, that's uh, that's interesting. It'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see what they do. They have a pretty good uh, staff there, though, in in Indy. They kind of know what they're doing ever since Gregson and the other idiots kind of left. They know what they're doing, so it'll be interesting uh, to see imagine, what the Colts do uh, down the stretch. Imagine Andrew Luck with this team. Oh, I know. I know some. Speaking of uh, their division rivals, though, the team that Andrew Luck had a lot of success, excuse me, against because the Titans sucked back uh, back in the last couple of years. Uh, Cleveland, man, nine wins. When was the last time the Browns won nine games? Don't Guaranteed above 500 finish. Yeah. Guaranteed yeah. an above 500 finish. I bet that's... So... Kevin Stefanski, Wilson, man, that's I, hell of a job. You, you've been saying this generally, I think since the, the their COVID outbreak, yeah. that the Titans are frauds. Not a and fan. I guess this game is proof of that. Because look at the score at halftime. It was 38-7 to 7 at halftime. The Titans came back almost in the second half to make it a game. Like, that's not how it's supposed to work in the NFL. What do you mean that's not how it's supposed to work? They came back and made it a game. That's exactly what a good team should do. You're getting your ass handed to you. You have to at least show some fight and they showed some fight. Uh, they couldn't, hey, they the, couldn't. Uh, the Jets showed some fight today. <laughs> they couldn't get Derrick Henry like going things. and they still finished. Derrick Henry fumbled today at fourth and one. He couldn't get it. Like he had a really, he didn't have a great day. AJ Brown was on and, and you know, Corey Davis stepped up like the, they're missing Johnny Smith. Who's a big part of that offense. And, you know, for two, they couldn't get two guys going. They're missing a key part of their offense. They had Corey Davis and Jeremy McNichols and mm-hmm. they, they made it close. And that's all you can really ask for them after, you know, getting curb stomped in the first half. So, I mean, yeah, fair play right. to them. You, you might think that they, they got blown out or whatever, but I feel like they showed fight. And No, they definitely showed fight. It's, when they realized that they were able to stop Derrick Henry without this, a crazy defensive formation like st- and, or stack in the box, so they were able to play back. Because once you shut down that running game, that pack, like Tannehill can't make the throws to win. Tannehill needs Henry to be on his game to win, in my mind. I like yeah, I love Henry had a bad day. Henry had a bad day. It's sixty only sixty yards, fifteen carries. I love fumbled, like he, he never fumbles the ball and he fumbled the ball today in yeah. fourth and one that guy his size not getting a fourth and one i've been a fan of brian Tannehill since he came out of college from texas a i've always loved him i don't know why i've always had a soft spot for him but he he needs a running game to win in this okay and so again nine times out of ten he nine times out of ten he gets that from derrick henry though right like well, that's not like he's like invisible yeah without a running game derrick henry 15 rushes 60 yards Ryan Tannehill, 29 for 45, three to nine yards, three touchdowns, one interception. Let's give the Browns defense some credit. No, yeah, but he just needs that running game to... to I don't think he needs... That's a stupid thing. Yes, you need the running game going. 
But this loss was more on the Titans' defense not being able to get a stop. Oh, yeah. And there were so many times where Kareem Hunt or Nick Chubb got the ball, and it was a third and six or a third and seven, and they just made plays, and the defense couldn't stop them. I... I talked a couple weeks ago about how the Titans were this old school grind them out team that relied on defense and that strong run game and, you know, quick passes to get the ball off the field. And they had two of three. The run game was, wasn't great, but you know, Mm -hmm. whatever they made good passes up the field and the defense just couldn't keep up. They gave up 45 points. That should prove it. 38 of those points, I believe in the first half. Not great, Bob. (laughs) <laughs> oh great bob yeah no let's uh let's move on um looking at the rest of today say so do you want to get into the rams game or the giants before we wrap up uh, oh I can... yeah i completely forgot about the giants game um the rams game was fun um because i got to see cam Akers touch the ball and i had him in my fantasy lineup all week and i was like i don't want to i don't want to have to care about this rams game i just want to watch it and so i took mm-hmm. him out and, uh, you know, he popped off 21 rushes, 72 yards, one touchdown. Um, and he looked good. He looked explosive. Um, and it's, it's kind of about time. He had a, he had a great run last week and he got the, he got the touchdown. He's now got touchdowns in three straight games. Mm. Can't make it. They can get him touches. He's going to be fun. So he played last week, but hasn't he, he's been banged up a little bit this season, right? He's been banged up at times, but he also, he's been, it's tough because Malcolm Brown has been getting most of the third down work. Mm-hmm. And then he's kind of splitting first and second down work with um, Henderson. Uh, Henderson. So it's, he's not been getting really much playing time. Okay. Today was the first game where he, you know, had the, the lion's share of the targets. So do you think the, the Rams are like, would like to have this guy to be the, like the Todd Gurley? Or do you think they they're going to keep going? They traded him with going... their first pick. I, okay. I, I think I, I think you have to go with him. Malcolm Brown for he's been around for what feels like forever. Mm-hmm. He, he's yeah. pretty much just a guy, and you know he's he's good at the passing work and whatever. But like he he's he's a backup running back. Yeah, Cam Akers can be special. And I feel like Henderson has looked good. He's looked really explosive. I'd keep keep both of them next year and figure out what you want to do for a third running back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. No. It's um, Kyler wasn't great today either. I watched a good chunk of that game. Wasn't great. I don't know. I mean, he's, just, he's then he's still dealing with that shoulder injury then, because I think I, I I know we're all victims of this after the game against the Bills. We hyped them up as if they're going to the goddamn Super Bowl. Like their team hasn't. Matt, I fucking picked them to win the division at the beginning of the year. I was high, I I don't know, man. This, I, I think the, na- the national media was all over that team, though, after that Bills game. Oh, God. Yeah. Uh, then they yeah. lose on the Thursday night, and, like, uh, I don't know. You know, they're missing a number of guys on defense, though. They are. Chandler so, Jones. That was a big loss earlier in the year. Yeah, yeah. Chandler Jones. I think one of their other big guys – not Jordan Hicks. And one one of the other big names on defense is out Oh too. yeah, yeah. I can't remember. Um but, but yeah. Buda ba- Baker's turning into a, a solid safety. Oh, he's one of the best in the league. In this league, man. Um he's turning into that that uh oh, what the hell is the guy's Seattle? Um Cam Chancellor. He's starting yeah. into that hard hitter sideline to sideline safety, which is what every team would love to have. They do a little uh I think it was um, a little feature on uh, DAZN, just talking to him. And, uh, you know, it. he's, he's he, I don't know, he's got he's got a really great personality. I, I kind of like him. He does. He does. Yeah. I don't think, I didn't see that, but I've seen him in, in interviews and he's just, he's one of those guys you just can't hate, you know? Like he'll, he'll absolutely destroy you with a hit and you'll look up at him and you'll just be like, oh, oh well, he's Buddha. He just seems like that guy that you just can't be mad at. It doesn't matter how hard he hits it. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, it's Ky- you can definitely tell Kyler's like been banged up. It's funny on the broadcast, them just kind of talking about it, whoever the color guy was. I think it was Greg Jennings just kind of saying, yeah, his size is not big enough. It's, it's an issue. Like nobody was saying that a couple weeks ago. Like, <laughs> it's funny when the guy's not as successful as he's 
looked up to be, oh, it's a size, it's this, it's that. Nah, I don't know. Doesn't that always happen? It always happens. Yep. No. You know, like I'm like, so it's always in it's the narrative, right? It's whenever, always a narrative. They gotta, they gotta find yeah. a narrative. Whenever the guy's on top of his games, like this guy should be getting uh, MVP votes. He's the most most valuable player on his team, most outstanding offensive player. The second he starts to, to dip, he's going to, well, you know, I told you we all knew he was too small to play in this league. Yeah, I know. By the way, Dan Arnold led the team in receiving. Yeah, because of a 59 yard catch. <laughs> for, I'm not sure when the floodgates open. I, I forget exactly when, but for the longest time, uh, they had one completion to Dan Arnold for, for 59 yards and a touchdown. And then he got a two yard touchdown pass later in the game. So uh, <laughs> it was a weird game. <laughs> Dan Arnold. 173 yards. Yeah. It was, uh, speaking of weird games, uh, Seahawks Giants has scored was 5 nothing in the third quarter. 5 nothing. Fucking Colt McCoy MVP, man. What the hell? Found a way. Alfred Morris, two TDs. <laughs> Found a way. Yeah, what year is it? Jesus. <laughs> it's a Washington football team. Holy crap, man. Yeah, no, the Giants found a way, man. Seattle, oof. They've had a rough goal recently. And that's, the Rams are leading, we've, we forgot to mention the Rams are the leaders of that division. And like we, results. we bring it up every week. Imagine if the Niners were he- are healthy this year. Bills are going to keep the shit out like of they're, they're, they're still, they're uh, still yeah. adding competitiveness to this division. For sure. But imagine if they had Bosa, had Solomon Thomas, had all those guys, Kittle. still had DeForest Buckner. Kittle was 100%. Garoppolo was 100%. Yep. Like this division would literally come down to the last you know, week of the season. There's still a chance all four teams could make it. No, for sure. If the four yeah, teams going crazy. on with the heater here. Now with the, the now with the third wild card uh, spot. Yeah. If the 49ers go on a heater down the stretch, which they're Nick Mullins, I don't know, he's been okay. The two teams right outside of the playoffs, the Cardinals are tied with the Vikings and the 49ers are five. The six, Vikings have the uh, Vikings are in right now based on the yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 But like they're right there. This is a weird year, man. No, for sure. <laughs> you know. Uh, Shout out to the Giants, though. The Giants, their defense played great today. Like they, uh, they deserve, uh, they deserve that win. It's going to be leaders of the NFC East. Yeah. You know, we were talking about coaches and like seeing where they're going to go. You know, Joe Judge is what four games in a row he's got to win. Four wins in a row, yeah. Four wins in a row. You know, it's like he's he's got something going there and like that defense like it's gonna be exciting to see that defense next year jabril peppers is a very good football player that's a guy out of michigan jim harbaugh baby jabril peppers yeah he was good i like yeah him. he was great and he's he been was, great with he, the giants he, he was the main piece of the odell of, trade of the odell trade other yeah. than obviously and some odell. picks and uh well that trade that was a weird when you think about it it was like olivia vernon for kevin zeitler the lineman and then, like an hour later, yeah, something the like people that. kind of put them together, right? Because they're so right, right around then. But yeah. Oh, I'm just going to go on a quick read. Do you guys remember John Dorsey, the Browns GM? Yeah. Chew, chew yeah. the gum and he wore that white sweater. That yeah. guy got a fucking bad rap. He got a bad rap. He he built a pretty good team in Cleveland, man. And I'm just oh, a fan yeah. of John. I'm just a fan of John Dorsey's because the way he was at Hard Knocks there a couple years ago. Yeah. Him along with my my good buddy Bob Wiley, we trade emails all the time. Like I, I, I think Bob, I think he got a bad route. I I, I, I think he little, got screwed personally. I was a little surprised that no one gave them a. Uh, he wasn't hired to be a GM somewhere else because he did most of the building for this team. Like Andrew Barry's in there now, analytics guy, but he did most of the building for this team. He drafted Baker, he traded for Beckham, he traded for Landry. I don't know. You know drafted Miles? Actually, did he draft Miles Garrett? I don't know. I know. I don't no, think he was there for Miles no. Garrett. It was a year or two later. Yeah. yeah. I just think I think he deserves some credit. He does? Oh, you're 100 percent right. John Dorsey, uh, shout out. Um Yeah, no, it's just I was sure that a team was gonna hire him within days of him getting fired. And nobody's seen and the guy since. No one's seen the guy since. We're gonna wrap up here soon. Quick Sunday night football update. Three three, second quarter, Brown Broncos and Chiefs. So the Broncos, they have uh, some quarterbacks with them this week, which is a nice uh, thing to see. And let's uh, tee up. Uh, Wait, I got to – can yeah. I say something about Denver? I got to yep. say something about the end of the Hilton thing, right? Hilton. That's his name. Hinton. Hinton. Sorry. Okay. 
I didn't send out the tweet. I completely forgot. Uh, I wanted to send the tweet out saying the Broncos should have at least started him at wide receiver this week just for the fact that he started for them at quarterback. <laughs> <laughs> just to like you know what man you stepped up to the plate no Shout out to you straps. here's your lottery ticket if here's, you play well you know like you'll start the game if you get a couple good snaps and then you'll get a, you'll get some more playing time like vic Van, vic fangio should have done that yeah they should have done that it, it's it's you know this guy stepped in to play quarterback in the nfl with no practice reps for and sure you just assigned him back to the practice I don't know. I would have at least given. I, I would have at least started him on the game. Shout out to Kendall Hinton. Though, That's the one thing I wanted to say about last Broncos. week. There we go. Yeah. Let's uh, tee up. Uh, we have a Tuesday afternoon game or Tuesday early evening game this weekend. We have a uh, two Monday nighters. So let's mm-hmm. talk football team Steelers. Five p.m. tomorrow. Steelers minus seven is the line. Uh. So I think we are all picking the Steelers in this one. Yeah. It's yeah, they're gonna cover the spread. I don't Bills know. Bills will beat the, the Bills will beat the Steelers next week. Washington, sorry, but uh, I don't know what the score is gonna be, but the Steelers are gonna easily cover the spread in this game. They'll Steelers win didn't by, look great last week, Ben. No, they didn't, but they'll they'll at least win by ten. Dude, Trace McSorley almost won that game for the friggin' Ravens. TikTok legend Trace McSorley. <laughs> I uh, I'm gonna be the voice of reason here, and I'm gonna say Washington's gonna win. Oh yeah, is that is that being the voice of reason? In that is the voice of reason. No, that's oh, just God. being a huge Terry McLaurin fan. Uh, buddy, you're forgetting about the boy Antonio Gibson. <laughs> um, I don't know. Why not? They like yeah. you said they didn't they don't look fantastic last week. The the Washington football team is they've looked good recently. They've got a good defense. They've got a much better O line right now. Uh, why not? Why not? Uh, why I'm not? Gonna, eh? I'm gonna go Washington. Um. I'll go 24-18. Oh, yeah? All right. Uh, give me the Steelers. Uh, give me the Steelers 38-20. Big, uh, big offensive production after a slow start there last week against uh, on, on Wednesday night football, of course, that got bumped for a tree lighting ceremony. We didn't mention that. But <laughs> you got to love where people's priorities are, eh? It was great, though. I got to watch football at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know my uh, the internet decided to go out on Wednesday last week. We had no TV, no internet, no uh, phone. So lovely. I watched it the next day. I did a little bit of a scattering report. Saw Trace McSorley get in there. As I mentioned, TikTok legend to Trace McSorley. Mm-hmm. All right, second half of the Monday Nighter. Bills, San Francisco in Arizona. First home game for the 49ers in Arizona, but technically neutral site game. There's going to be no fans there, I don't think. Yeah. Oh. What do you guys have for this one? It's in weird circumstances. <sighs> Honestly, you know, you know, looking at the records and like a lot of people are like, oh, the Bills should win. I think it's going to be a lot closer than what people think. No, the Bills don't blow teams out. I hope. No, I they, they they don't. But it's going to be a lot closer than what people might think. And with that being said, I got the Niners winning. I got them twenty three to twenty. Yeah, I I could see that for sure. Yeah. Ivy, what do you have? Niners. Well, and, uh, the, I'm taking a look here at the line, and uh, Buffalo started two and a half point favorites, and now it has swung the other way, and San Fran is one point favorites. So, I'm gonna go with the original. I'm, I'm gonna say Buffalo. Buffalo takes this. I think, like you said, it, it is gonna be close, and the Bills have a tendency to, to make things pretty close. Um, I think if Garoppolo would be in, it might be a different story. I could see the the 49ers winning it. Um, but I'm going to go Bills, um, 28, 20, 24. Yeah, uh, I agree. It's I, I, I think the Bills defense is going to show up and show out against Nick Mullins tomorrow night. Uh, 28, 24 sounds pretty good. Give me 24, 14. The Bills will get a 10 point victory. I, okay. it's a big one, man. No, it's a big game. Yeah, no, and I, big, I, big I game. think, I think the 49ers are banged up. It's a neutral. It's not like they, not like they had any home field advantage anyways, but like, this is literally like the Super Bowl. It's a neutral site game. Yeah. So, um, yeah. Give me, uh, give me the Buffalo Bills, uh, 24, 14, uh, tomorrow night. Now Tuesday nighter. Tuesday nighter. Tuesday uh, Ravens, nighter. Cowboys. This game's going to suck. I know Lamar's going to be back, but like, I don't yeah, know. This game's going to suck. And Dez is going to catch the game-winning touchdown for the Ravens. Don't bring that evil on me. Dez is going to catch the game-winning touchdown. Uh, Ravens are going to win. 
21-17. I think Dallas might be in it a little. I think we're robbed that Lamar's coming off the COVID list because like Trace McSorley starting an NFL game against the Dallas Cowboys would have been like stuff the legends are made of. The internet would have loved it. <laughs> but uh, give me a Ravens win. I'm assuming Lamar's going to be healthy. He's had, of course, he had to deal with COVID there, which sucks. Yeah. I uh, Give me the Ravens. Give me 28-10. I don't see Dallas producing very much offensively in this one. Yeah, I'm going to go 41 – or 31. 41. 41. 31-13 31-13 uh, or something. I don't know. I, for, okay. for, the, for the Ravens, I – Oh, okay. I think they're gonna, the they're gonna jam it down their throats. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like you said, it's gonna suck. Yeah, I. You know what? Even if I wasn't working that night, I probably was probably not even gonna watch this game. Well, there we go. Yeah. So, football update: uh, Bronco touchdown. Tim Patrick five-yard catch from Drew Lock. Ten-three. The Broncos lead. Six twenty-six left to play in the first half. So it'll be exciting to see who ends up uh, taking that one here the rest of the game tonight. But. Uh, that's all we got short and sweet i believe this week i think we covered short and sweet low energy sunday no it's i think every sunday is a low energy sunday if nick if nick angel was here it would have been an even lower energy sunday this week of course because of a 45 nothing defeat but i uh, mean i'm feeling pretty high on myself right now i'm feeling pretty good because i wasn't funny, mainly because i wasn't expecting it back to back weeks nick uh nick's uh nick's team has played against our teams and we haven't been able to hear from him. he's scared yeah. So he's, I think he's. As I said, he's Nick, like, you better, Nick, you better be tweeting at us. You better tweet like at the show. Howard, do the Raven, Ravens? What? Do the Chargers play the Rams at all this year? I don't. Or, believe or have so. they all? No. Okay. That would have been. That actually would have been kind of funny if they if his team would play our three teams and lose to all our teams and him hide in the grass. <laughs> that that would have been like Nick. I don't. I don't. You know, I, I, I love you, buddy, but that would have been fucking hilarious. Hey, for you, Nick, if you're listening to this right now, this is proof. If you're listening to the show, you're going to send out a tweet right now and say, I'm listening, fellas. Send something out just to prove that you listen to the show. <laughs> Earlier, I told us to tweet out Wahoo's fault it was. Now you're going to, at the end of the show, you're going to tweet out Wahoo. So you're just going to tweet something out. Just a word. Yeah. Just Nick, if, Nick, if you're listening to the show, you're going to tweet out the word feet. Tweet out the word feet on Twitter. Just the word feet. Do we have to have a talk here, Wilson? He's going to tweet out the word feet if he's listening to the show. We're about an hour in. We just, if he sat through an hour of this, he can send out a tweet just with the word feet. No comment. We found out what Wilson's like, search, search history. Yeah, about. I'm, Rex, I'm Rex Ryan. Rex Ryan. <laughs> feet. Oh, fucking throwback. That one. Holy shit. My God. Remember when Rex oh, Ryan Rex, was the Rex head Ryan, coach? Yeah, Rex Ryan, compared, Rex, Rex Ryan compared Taysom Hill to uh, Josh Allen, so that's about enough from from Rexy, sexy Rexy this week. But, uh, yeah. You think some of my takes are bad? Like, that's... <laughs> Taysom Hill reminds me of Josh Allen. He's all the fuck off. Anyways. Mm-hmm. Nick, <laughs> key word for today's episode is feet. If you are still listening, Stop saying you can send feet. that out. <laughs> Stop saying feet. Well, do you want the keyword to be moist? That's another no. word that everybody seems to like. Moist. Is that the keyword this week? Feet or no. moist? Are we going with feet or moist? Oh my god. We'll stick with feet. We'll, stick no, with we'll feet. go moist. We'll go moist. Moist we'll out of moist. Context. It's finer than feet. We'll see. Because if he tweets out feet, it means he stopped listening and he didn't listen to this part where we're saying the keyword's now moist. So. Oh, then there you go. Keyword is moist, and uh, other than that. If we're you, off uh, the rails. If, 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 <laughs> we're going off the rails. Yeah, no. If you if you made it this far on the show, you can uh, find all of our other stuff. SoundCloud, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Play, the whole nine. And uh, Nick, we love you. Tough loss today. The jerseys are still really nice. I don't know. That, that, as Mike, I know you're not a fan of those pants. Oh fuck! I got the jerseys gotta... are great. The jerseys are great. The jerseys are amazing. I when I would consider buying one of those jerseys. Me those too. Pants just, need just to, to be around. thrown in a fire. Those pants need to be thrown on fire. Those pants are I wish they had like the same color pants as they do their jerseys, like all blue, all teal. That'd be great. But no, man, nah, I don't think they, no. I don't know. It'd, it'd be weird. Be, it'd be it'd be, a, it'd be a different look. Powder blue, white pants is where you got to go. On, you know. Yeah. It's, it's, it's classic. For sure. And, yeah, that's where you got to go. On. All right. Well, uh, enjoy the games tomorrow night. Enjoy Tuesday night football, and uh, we have a Thursday. Do we have a Thursday night or this week? Yes, we do. Eh? First time in a little while. Who's oh, yeah. Thursday night or this week? Let me pull that up quickly. Because um, we haven't had Thursday night football in. It's us, the Rams versus uh, the Patriots. Oh, 
Really? A grudge it's match, Mike. Rematch. Let's go. Isn't it? It's three weeks in a row now that our teams play against each other. Right? There we go. Yeah. Let's go. Let's That'll go. be an interesting game. So. I got you. And of course, that uh, looking at it, back-to-back games at that same stadium for New England in LA. That's so far. Yeah. They, well, wait. Okay. Wait. No. I, I, the, Ram, the the Niners have to play in Arizona, but why are, can the Chargers and the Rams play? different county? Santa Clara is where the Chargers play. Oh, the, it was the, the count- Niners play. It was the I thought it was the state that. Oh, it's the county. Oh, okay. So pretty much, that's... it's funny. San Francisco, you can play in San Francisco right now. But Santa Clara in the suburbs where the shark well Santa Clara is San Jose. I don't know if you guys yeah. know this. Yeah, it's, it's where the, the it's, so the Sharks can't play. They are doing anything right now, and neither can the 49ers and the soccer team and the earthquakes and the San Jose Giants. State football. Yeah. If you're if you're a San Francisco Giants fan or a Warriors fan, I'm pretty sure you're okay. It's weird. I don't know. Like, I don't know. I thought it was the state. That's why I was so confused. This, It'd be this, like you can't week. play sports in Ottawa, but you can go up to Pembroke and play. I don't know. Only at like five or like only one person's gonna understand that. No, that's a that's a ref. It's an Ottawa Valley <laughs> reference. Pembroke's yeah. like an I don't know, an hour and a half, two hours away. Mm. But <laughs> highway uh the four seventeen, of course, up through Renfrew. Home of the the Renfrew Wolves and up to Pembroke. Yeah, I know. Rules of the rules of COVID, man. I think we all kind of it's, it's 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 weird. It's so, proven that 2020 is a weird year. Oh, that's crazy. Like, we needed more proof for that. But we need more proof. Only only less than, less than a month left in this uh, in this shithole. So. We'll be back next Sunday, though. Only a couple episodes left, I guess, in uh, in 2020. But uh, mm-hmm. we'll be back next week. Hopefully, uh, with full energy, hopefully Nick's able to join us and kind of defend himself for the last couple of weeks. And hopefully he sends out the keyword. Remember the keyword? Moist. So... Anyways, uh, we'll be back next Sunday on the Trenches Podcast.